Welcome to The Grocery Gamblers, a podcast game show. I'm your host, Carlin, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts and fellow contestants, Sean and Pete, as we try and discuss food items that we find at the grocery outlet. Every episode, we each bring in items that fit into a theme, and then taste, discuss, and rate them. Today, we deep dive on Cheetos' new line of mac and cheese. Let's take a seat at the table. Welcome to the Grocery Gamblers. As always, I'm your host, Carlin, with my co-hosts, Pete and Sean. What's up, guys? Yo. Hi. Today, we're reviewing Cheetos Mac and Cheese, a variety of flavors, original, jalapeno, and flaming Hot. And we got, we got, uh, we each got six containers. We got three boxes each. We got three instant versions. So we get to try a little bit of the... Uh, the fancy make it from scratch mac and cheese, you know, <laughs> just like your mom used to make. And then the sad dorm room excuse for mac and cheese. <laughs> Dad told me not to come home for holidays, mac and cheese. <laughs> Dad didn't just forget to go shopping. He forgot to make dinner because he's passed Dad out forgot. on the couch. <laughs> he passed out to a Bond movie. Yeah. I've gone to TBS. <laughs> I can I can see the commercial now. Where's Daddy? Easy Mac. Just <laughs> I mean those TBS versions of Bond movies are like twice Seven as long because long. of <laughs> all the commercials. It's like every five minutes it's a fucking commercial break. I remember my dad passed out in his chair watching one of those things and it was like fucking here's a scene of James Bond driving and the ding 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 and then it cut to commercial <laughs> comes back twenty minutes later because it's TBS that's how fucking long the commercial breaks are. And it cuts right back in. Dang, 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 dang. And it was just like the fucking, like, <laughs> not even like a cut there. They just fucking add jam it in. <laughs> I, I, I'm just imagining now it's like, you know, the scene when the villain is has, having the expository dump of, yes, Mr. Bond, and we're going to. And now, oh man, I'm Terry Bradshaw. I have rickets. (laughs) (laughs) Come down to Jimmy, come down to Jimmy John's and shit yourself. (laughs) And now back to our regular scheduled programming. And that, Mr. Bond, is how I always use a laser to cut the world in half. (laughs) So I just want to apologize to Terry Bradshaw. He had shingles, not rickets. Mm. (laughs) I don't know why I find that funny. (laughs) You guys know what I'm talking about? The commercial where he warns warns old people like himself about uh, shingles, which is like old people chicken pox. Like the chicken pox comes back with a vengeance and gives you the shingles. So yeah, it's like like all of these these old football stars who, you know, like an eighth, like, you know, seven eighths of them are like not functional. Just, I'm Jim Brown and I, you know, I, I... I can't feel my feet. <laughs> it's gonna be like, but think about what it's gonna who's this who's this gonna be when we're that age? It's gonna be like, hi, I'm Post Malone, and I'm here to tell you about term life insurance. You know, it's just like fucking. Hi, I'm Kid Cudi. <laughs> hi, I'm Kesha, and I'm here to talk to you about Metamucil. Kesha. Uh. 
I mean, I, I feel like the actor who I feel will really make the fall from grace of just start doing commercials like that will be Bruce Willis. It's already happening. Well, I, I know. The diehard the diehard commercials. They're like, how long were they on fucking hold for that shit? Five more years when I get that diehard sponsorship. <laughs> and he's got the agility of like uh, Steven Seagal at this point, too. He's Dude. like not breaking a sweat in those commercials at all. Dude, he's, like a, <laughs> he's like a mummified cat or something. He- Hi, listeners. This is your host, Pete. To see pictures of the items in today's episode, please check out our Instagram at Grocery Gamblers Pod. Now, let's get back to the action. Stuff smells money. So we're going to dig into this flaming Hot Cheetos mac and cheese. So just, just for the record, I've already eaten mine. <laughs> How long ago? Uh, like, uh, I, I ate it yesterday, but uh, I can tell you all about it because it was fucking awesome. Mm. Holy shit. Holy it's shit. Really good. This is... <laughs> It's hella well, good. I'm having both the box version and the instant version. Oh, there's there is some fucking heat to this. So you're you're garnishing it with the microwave version, Pete? Yeah. Sprinkling <laughs> yeah, exactly. it on top. Yeah. So so far we've each tried the uh, original Cheetos flavor, and I think there's a there's a cheddar jalapeno or yes, yeah. and then this one, oh. and we had the instant version and the box version of each. Oh no, what are your guys' thoughts? On, on the whole set. Well, let's start, let's start with fire. You mean flaming so, hot? Uh, flaming hot, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I thought, okay, so, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I thought that the flaming hot was really good. And I was surprised that it was, like, as tasty as it was because I had the the, the jalapeno one before it. Like, I did it kind of, mm-hmm. I did the, fir- the, the uh, plain, then jalapeno, then flaming hot. And that one, like, gave me an instant stomach ache. Like, it was like, I was kind of, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was just, I don't know, Mike. I mean, like within five minutes of eating it, it was just not happy in there. So I was a little hesitant to get down with the fucking flaming hot. Like I was bummed when it was done. <laughs> like I wanted that other box of it. Yeah, it was so fucking good. The box version of the flaming hot is way better. It's way yeah. better than the instant version. Mm-hmm. So I only tried the original flavor in the instant ver- version, and you could instantly tell it was an inferior product but i mean you're sacrificing flavor for convenience so yeah if you're really that lazy then it's fine it's like the same flavor just the noodle i think the noodle texture is it just tastes like you're eating nothing yeah decades old pasta (laughs) yeah yeah, well, like, the, I mean, yeah, there's the obvious difference of, you know, <clears throat> boiling pasta will increase its uh, its density, its size, as opposed to just microwaving it for a few minutes. Well, uh, it's just a different product. So yeah. one is meant to absorb the water and you make the sauce with the extra water. And then the other is more of a proper dried noodle. When it comes to the Flaming Hot, I am super down with the box and I'm not very down with the uh, instant version. So maybe it's because I'm eating them one after another, but it just doesn't taste as good as the other version the flavor is more pronounced in the box version while this one is just kind of just hot and it's i mean again it's a it's a it's a it's a small hot i'd say this is like a you know a three but there's definitely some minor heat to this yeah i describe flaming hot cheetos as just heat like i'm not a big mm-hmm. fan of flaming hot cheetos on their own but i like this mac and cheese more than the cheetos yeah yeah, and, <laughs> and I, what I found with the the original flavor in the jalapeno was that they tasted a lot like the uh, the snack version, so like the Cheetos that they're based mm-hmm. on. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and this one too, but I, I, for some reason, I just like this a lot more. I felt like the original like was super good, like but like again, it was like as exciting as the box was. Like it was like eating Nickelodeon or something. It was right. just fuck it, like in the nineties. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, no, the flaming hot was way was, was like way more interesting flavor, way more interesting like heat delivery. Like it didn't make me feel like I was dying or anything. Yeah. No. And then um, the one thing I did notice, and this because you know we just cook these is that um the smell of the powder packet of the box version was stinky like i was i was actually a little scared i'm like this is failing the sniff test and it kind of stunk cooked it up you know or mixed it in it's fine so then when i cooked the uh the instant uh the instant cup version the smell test it, it, it passed it but so I don't I don't know what was wrong with that. I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna have some you know doo doo smells worse tomorrow. Yeah, and this in this one with flaming hot, I'm about the box. But then moving on to the other flavors, so something that I thought was way more pronounced in both the original and the jalapeno version is that uh, I liked both the flavors, both the box and the uh, cup version. the The dust was way more dusty. Like I felt like I actually, particularly with uh, the boxes, I felt like I was like. This is a softer Cheeto. This is a totally like a softer Cheeto. And I don't know, did you guys get that vibe at all? I was going to say, I already mentioned they, they taste a lot like the regular Cheetos, like the Cheetos that they're based on. I was actually impressed with how much it tasted like it. But I mean, they make the powder, so they know how to yeah. make the flavor taste the same. <laughs> yeah, they have the secrets. Um, they have the secrets. But Ooh. it also just works as a mac and cheese. Like if it wasn't Cheetos brand and it was just some generic store brand, I would be like, damn, this is... Yeah. It's pretty good for some cheap ass box mac and cheese. I really liked the uh, the original flavor, but I think my favorite was the jalapeno. But more importantly, I actually liked the instant cup version of the jalapeno than the box one. And oh, yeah. it just was it was like a flavor bomb. It was like the appropriate flavor bomb and like the heat. Cause I feel like in the box version, like the milk and the butter kind of tampered the heat a little bit. Which is funny because it's not happening right now on the Flaming Hot. I'm not feeling that at all. And it was still good. Like the box version of the jalapeno was still good. But I don't know. I really liked the the instant version. Oh, that burp was just all hot. Oh, <laughs> just all hot. <laughs> Fuck. Sean, were you going to say something on the on the uh, subject no. of relating it to the Cheetos? Oh, um, yeah, I was, that was what made it the most fun was like, you know, there's a lot of products that are kind of like give the promise or like, I don't know, like it's something flavored something else. Yeah. And then it's like, this is just chocolate. You know, it yeah. doesn't fucking taste like anything. We've tried many cereals cool. that fall in that category. Yeah. 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 So many cereals. It's just yeah. fucking vanilla or something, yeah. but like, or, or like, um, remember, remember the Taco Bell flavored, uh, sunflower seeds where it's just like, yeah. this is salt and paprika, salt and paprika. That's all, folks. Yeah, it's like this isn't Taco Bell. This isn't taco seasoning. This is just like salt. Yeah, it's bullshit. This, on the other hand, was like like a like a you know a a promise delivered. (laughs) It was really good. Like it was thousand percent cool. Yeah, a thousand percent agree with you here. This is all, all three of them. A promise was exactly fucking delivered. So, how do you guys feel about the spiral noodle? Nah. It's like a it's like a rotini instead of elbows. Eh, you know, I could go without it. You know, it was like if there was one kind of thing I didn't love, but I also like don't really love ro- like the what are those? What is that pasta? Rotini? I think rotini. Yeah, I don't know. There's like a dozen pastas that are shaped like that. They're just like varying gauges and, and yeah. lengths, probably. 
Yeah. yeah give me give, give me like an elbow or like a Chester Cheetah Cheeto Chester Cheetah shaped noodle. <laughs> really? <laughs> See, I don't know. I mean, no, I just the, the rotini was. I did remember going like I don't love the rotini, but that's about yeah. it. I I could go for almost any shape except for the like stamped shapes that are supposed to look like a two dimensional oh, yeah. drawing. Those are the worst. I'll take anything but those. Those like those belong in spaghettios, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, all they do is they break up into little pieces, and then all your like your spaghettios just filled with teas, like yeah. little teas everywhere. Did, did you guys ever play the uh, the the shitty fucking video game that was on like Sega Genesis? I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I played it on Super Nintendo. I think. Oh, was, was it on Super Nintendo as well? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, dude. The game was not very good, but I remember being no, it was like fucking terrible. It it was nowhere near as good as uh, what was the the Seven Up mascots game so oh, cool spot cool spot cool spot cool spot was dope cool spot was dope so the chester cheetah game was called too cool to fool that sounds like too cool to fool the rape van story like this <laughs> what what <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's it sounds it sounds like a guy been workshopping a- this, this <laughs> big rape swing van story big swing <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what? Okay, well that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, <laughs> okay, God, God damn. So I'm looking at screenshots of this uh, this game, and the rocks in the background of this level, the rocks are wearing Ray Bans. <laughs> oh, is that the cool spot Dude. game? I know this well, is uh, t- this is too cool to fool. This is uh, another under. This is another food product that we've had on the show that's exclusive to Walmart. Oh. Yeah. Only in Walmart, oh. and um, and unlike pumpkin spice spam, this shit sold out instantly. Of course, it did. Yeah, because this is act, like well, like you said, Sean. Everything else is like you know mostly an undelivered promise, and this mm-hmm. this was. So that explains why the box is all weird dimensions and is like a Walmart thing. I mean, I think it also we're just trying to be different from blue box you know craft mac and cheese yeah. you know craft nannies and all that craft, craft dinner yeah craft dinner yeah yeah exactly uh did you also see that there's also microwave directions on the the box we're making this is. i'm not surprised though <laughs> i mean it's mac and cheese it's, it's sort of lowest like, common denominator in terms of cooking hey, skill hey man, definitely one of the I first things i learned life, how to cook yeah and at one point in my life burnt mac and cheese so just <laughs> <laughs> The bar can never be low, too low. It was a real revelation the day that I learned. I learned the trick of putting <laughs> shredded cheese into box macaroni and cheese. And it's like, it's the most genius move ever. And it's so simple. I was like 18, 19 when I was at someone's house and someone's parent did that. And I, it was just like a, what are you doing moment? And then it just clicked in my brain. And I'm like, you're the idiot. Why weren't you doing this the whole time? Because it's 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 definitely better, more of a top tier trick than just like putting extra butter in, you know. Yeah, that that doesn't really do enough. I'll put, uh, put like all kinds. I'll put all kinds of shit in mine sometimes. Peas, corn, bucket. Yeah, tracers. Tracers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean one thing I can definitely say about both of these mac and cheeses is that something I usually do is put a little hot sauce on my mac and cheese. So yeah, I'll do that sometimes. The jalapeno and the flaming hot version of these, they're basically already doing it for me. 
So I'm just making yeah. they're just making it even more convenient for me. I'm uh I'm totally uh totally down with that. We have my girlfriend's cousin to thank for these. <laughs> How <laughs> she, so? He uh well some she they were texting and I was talking about I was just talking about these and then his her his her cousin was like I'm at Walmart right now and I'm in front of all of the like he he literally just it was like serendipitous he just sent a photo being like oh look at all these mac and cheeses by, by Cheetos in front of me and she's like. Hey, look at my cousin just sent me, and I'm like, ask him to buy him and send him to us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then after that, she was just she had to explain our fucking podcast to him, and he was just like, oh, I'm in. Uh, Andrew, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Andrew. You. Yeah, this came all the way from Texas, by the way. Yeah, this shit was like, yeah, it was only in Walmart, and it was like going out of sale all the time. It, I believe it, it man. Go on eBay and you're going to see this shit for way too much money when it's like these are, mm. I think the boxes were like 89 cents or like a dollar nine, which they fucking should be because it's fucking box mac and cheese. It's always. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Yeah, it's always yeah. cheap. I can see you put like them slapping a fucking like $4 price tag on this though, just because it's fucking unique. Oh God. Too rich for my blood. I pretty much don't buy mac and cheese unless it's from the grocery outlet. I, I won't pay more than a dollar for a box. And sometimes you'll even find the premium like Cracker Barrel with the with the gooey yeah. cheese in the packet. Yeah, the cheese like that, goo. Yeah, that shit is white gold. Oh, dude, it's no, it's it's awesome. I'll admit, I had never had that style of mac and cheese until I started shopping at the grocery outlet. I had had it once when I was growing up. Like, yeah. my parents would go on biker rallies, or they went on a cruise with some friends once, and they never took me to anything. And not that I want to go to a biker rally, but we didn't really, we didn't really do trips or anything, but they would always leave me with a shitload of like, you know, frozen meals and, and whatever. So mm-hmm. I would often get to splurge a little bit and get some, some premium home meals and that included like the Velveeta shells and cheese, yeah. which I like Velveeta, but I don't know. Something was wrong with that Velveeta shells and cheese. It was like a little too artificial tasting. Drinking plastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But the Cracker Barrel stuff is—it's pretty good. Sure, a lot of people are turning to the cheese, the Cracker Barrel for for comfort in these times. These trying times, Cracker Barrel is shining a light for all. Yeah, I remember going on a work trip to the Midwest, and you know, taking a you know taking an Uber to my hotel, and like leaving the airport. One of the first things I saw was a Cracker Barrel, and I'm like, oh. It does exist. <laughs> and then I saw like seven more. All those places, all those places are places that are like, oh, that sounds hella good until you're like either looking at the menu or five minutes after you've ordered. Like, like or like five seconds after you're like, yeah, I'll take that. And then you're like, fuck, I'm going to eat this shit. Want it to go bag? Fuck no. I've been wanting to rewatch Predator 2 a lot recently. It's a, it's, it's it's not good. It's a lot. It's it's it's, it's that that movie oh, that movie the movie it it rules and sucks at the same time. It's like I love it how that's a movie that came out in like I don't know 1989 or 1990 and there's like this whole like middle-aged boomer dad fear of like everything's going to be latinized in the future <laughs> 1997. And so like everyone right. like everyone yeah. every every male is dressed like a Cuban king in that movie. And it's like this is the future of 1997, and it's and it's just like hot. So everyone is just like wearing, you know, 
Dude, Chino's, it's so fucking, Chino's, it's so uh, fucking Cheech, hilarious. Cheech Marin yeah. style, you know, wife beaters and suspenders. That's like <laughs> Pete Wilson era California right there. Yeah. It's like super anti-immigrant white boomer. Seriously. It's so fucking ridiculous, dude. It, it, it's one of the most, like, like, I love the concept too, that it's like, it's, it takes place like 96. Like we ain't even going to fucking make it to the millennium. It's just yeah. fucked. Like it's. Well, it's like a demolition years. man. Yeah. <laughs> it was like th- at the beginning of the movie, before they go in the far future, there's the near future yeah. where LA is just on fire because of constant riots and <laughs> bullets are just flying through the air. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I love how that movie, a few Stallone movies, opens with an explosion. Just mm-hmm. like yeah. no dialogue, no setting, just. <laughs> it's like dude like rambo first blood part two it opens up with a quarry just exploding like <laughs> what a fucking time for movies dude cocaine and steroids that's well, what's up it gives our dad something to fall asleep to on the couch it does. so god bless him what would they do if they didn't have that law and order well that about does it for the grocery gamblers it's this is <laughs> Let me start that over. <laughs> uh, I just, I, I don't know how to say goodbye. <laughs> That'll do it for the grocery gamblers. On behalf of Pete, Sean, and myself, gamble on. Gamble on. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs>